the canopy of pines on the eastern lake shore with the beauty outside at the end of the road off the edge of the dock in all four seasons it's table talk let's see if this inspires you to shop local, original letter and I quote, Dear Editor, I am eight years old. Some of my little friends say there is no Santa Claus. Papa says, if you see it in the sun, it's so. Please tell me the truth. Is there a Santa Claus? Virginia O'Hanlon, 115th, West 95th Street. Now, in the words of Francis church. Virginia, your little friends are wrong. They have been affected by the skepticism of a skeptical age. They do not believe except what they see. They think that nothing can be which is not comprehensible by their little minds. All minds, Virginia, whether they be men's or children's, are little. In this great universe of ours, man is a mere insect, an ant in his intellect, as compared with the boundless world about him, as measured by the intelligence capable of grasping the whole of truth and knowledge. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He exists as certainly as love and generosity and devotion exist, and you know that they abound and give to your life its highest beauty and joy. Alas, how dreary would be the world if there were no Santa Claus. It would be as dreary as if there were no Virginias. There would be no childlike faith then, no poetry, no romance to make tolerable this existence. We should have no enjoyment except in sense and sight. The eternal light with which childhood fills the world would be extinguished not believe in Santa Claus. You might as well not believe in fairies. You might get your papa to hire men to watch in all the chimneys on Christmas Eve to catch Santa Claus. But even if they did not see Santa Claus coming down, what would that prove? Nobody sees Santa Claus, but that is no sign that there is no Santa Claus. The most real things in the world are those that neither children nor men can see. Did you ever see fairies dancing on the lawn? Of course not. But that's no proof that they are not there. Nobody can conceive or imagine all the wonders there are unseen and unseeable in the world. You may tear apart the baby's rattle and see what makes the noise inside. But there is a veil covering the unseen world, which not the strongest man, nor even the united strength of all the strongest men that ever lived, could tear apart. Only faith, fancy, poetry, love, romance can push aside that curtain and view and picture the supernal beauty and glory beyond. Is it all real? Ah, Virginia, in all this world, there is nothing else real and abiding. No Santa Claus. Thank God he lives and he lives forever. A thousand years from now, Virginia. Nay, 
ten times ten thousand years from now, he will continue to make glad the heart of childhood. Those words, written in 1897, still live with us today. Here we are on the cusp of the holidays that bring laughter and joy to so many. In Canada, we have just celebrated Thanksgiving. Halloween is around the corner. For our friends south of the 49, they will gather at the end of November, enjoying the bounty of harvests from gardens, fields, forest floors, and farms. And then we will let the light in, opening doors to family and friends for Christmas time. Right now, while we move through COVID-19 and the challenges that come with a global health pandemic, we hear that sea cans are sitting on cargo ships. Ports in the Western world are facing staffing shortages, delays, and breaks in the global supply chain. In the news, reports suggest that there may be no gifts under the evergreen trees on Christmas Day. The maritime industry connects continents. Familiar names on containers that travel on blue waters and by land include Mediterranean Shipping Company, Hapag Lloyd, China Ocean Shipping Company, and Evergreen Line, just to name a few. These containers are packed with goods. Goods that people make in distant lands. Goods that global consumers expect to see on store shelves in big box stores and beyond. So if the sea cans do not get unloaded, and the trains and intermodal transports do not carry goods from ports, pushing pallets loaded with boxes packed with goods inland to large cities and small towns, what will happen to Christmas? I will suggest there are ways to find gifts not made in Bangladesh, India, or China. The potential lies in the little corners of planet Earth inhabited by our friends and neighbors, the makers of things, the purveyors of experiences, and all the wonders that lie within. Maybe you will buy a prairie doll from an artisan who sells her wares at local craft markets. It is simple, and in its simplicity generations, young and old alike, find beauty and themselves. Perhaps you will call upon a local photographer and purchase originals or prints. You will meet the person who took the photo. You will know her name. You will share her art with others. Across the region, there are potters, felters, painters, farmers, brewers, and crafters who make things. For far too long, this has been a road less traveled. Let's change that. Let's follow the dusty roads to new spaces and to artist studios. Let's make sure the paths that we walk on are visible to passerbys. We have a chance to create new and meaningful opportunities. Maybe you will take your family to a local apiary to buy a jar of small batch honey. Maybe you will go to the theater to see a play seeing the world we live in so that we can imagine and build an even better one. We can be entertained and educated, learning the history through the story of others by bearing witness to an exhibit in a museum. Or you can eat and drink at a local public house, taking in live music and enjoying the evening with friends and family. In Sunero's Nestor Falls, we invite you to come for the summer and stay for the winter.
Shopping local is sustainable. Shopping local is a circular economy. It has huge ripple effects. The dollars that stay in the community do good things. Astrophotographers can pay home heating bills. Craft brewers can be philanthropic, giving back to well-deserving charities and not-for-profits. Potters can host workshops with school-aged children making pinch pots that are filled with soup made from locally sourced meat and vegetables. Farmers can buy more seed for spring, and the list goes on and on. Here's five great reasons why the local shop movement means so much to our Canadian communities and economy. The source at work.ca inspired this small list. Keep one-of-a-kind businesses in business. There are some pretty amazing independent business out there thanks to local entrepreneurs who dreamed up an idea and brought it to life. The only way we get to keep visiting the small cafes and shops and hiring the service providers we love is if they are still here. And they will only survive if we support them with our wallets and words. Create good local jobs. Small businesses employ about 70% of Canadians who work in the private sector. That's a big chunk of the employment pie. You can bet when those small businesses create a role and hire someone to fill it, they are doing it mindfully. Small businesses employ everyone from our teenagers to our grandparents. They are helping fund college tuition and the road to retirement. Plus, those are good jobs we know aren't moving across borders anytime soon. Local food tastes better. There's something about an apple grown a stone's throw away from your front yard that makes it taste better, isn't there? Our local farmers markets are filled with delicious and nutritious food grown in your neighborhood. In some cases, you can pick up food that was picked just that morning. Asparagus is crispier, maple syrup is sweeter, and blueberry pies are more delectable when they come from a local family-run business. Reduce your carbon footprint. On the topic of food, why have strawberries shipped thousands of kilometers from home when you could buy them from the Yupik farm just up the road? Getting food products closer to home means we don't have to ship so much in from the outside. Or why waste gas? driving to the big city to buy a new outdoor patio set. When there are fine craftsmen and carpenters near you that offer made-from-scratch, one-of-a-kind products. Keep it close to home instead and reduce that not-so-nice carbon footprint we hear so much about. Keep your money in your neighborhood. There is no better feeling than knowing that almost every dollar you spend at a local business stays right here, in our community. A loonie from that latte went to supporting a local charity event. A toonie from the local eatery helped sign a young girl up for a local hockey team. Buying online and from big box often means our community never gets a cut. Keep your dollars here, close to home. The list above seems to check all the boxes so eloquently written by Mr. Church when he responded to Virginia O'Hanlon's letter to the editor. Santa Claus exists just as surely as does love, generosity, and devotion. 
three essential elements to the shop local movement, to be sure. I know, it is still way too early to put up the Christmas tree. But it is not too early to find the makers of the gifts that we will all put under the trees at Christmas time. And on that note, I need to make a list and start shopping. Under canopy of pines on the eastern lake shore with the beauty outside at the end of the road off the edge of the dock in all four seasons it's table talk Before I sign off, I want to recognize the team who makes this podcast possible. My hat's off to Bill Stunden, our trusted and talented tech producer. For the music that cues the beginning and end of the podcast, a shout out to Red Moon Road, the ubiquitous fun folk band of Daniel, Sheena, and Daniel. Yes, there really are two Daniels. Wanda Cable and Marianne Mooring, thank you both for always giving me the courage to create and for cheering me on from the sidelines. Last but not least, the township of Suneros Nestor Falls for greenlighting this project and for making it entirely possible. Let Table Talk with D. Lysak be an offering at your kitchen table, early in the morning or late in the evening, bridging divides and welcoming new perspectives. If you happen to be enjoying the podcast in the company of friends and family while sipping on a neat Irish whiskey, all the better. And on that note, I want to thank you for listening and for sharing your time with me.